<laughs> How's it going? Long time no see. Long time. Right. <laughs> yeah, more like 10 minutes ago. Maybe 30. No, it's been a while. So, how's it going, guys? Welcome to the Two Fools Podcast. I'm Katie. And this is my lovely co-host and cousin. Shyam. Um, if you like spooky content, if you like to be disturbed beyond belief, you have come to the right place. Because welcome. weekly we like to sit down. Yeah, welcome. We like to sit down and scare the shit out of you. <laughs> and each other. Every week. And each other. Pretty um, morbid stories that we got for you guys today. Um, I'm excited. I want to just jump right in. You want to do some horoscopes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cancer and Taurus. If you guys want your horoscope read, let us know in the chat. I need my headphones. BRB. While you're looking that up. Okay. I guess I gotta switch my camera over too. Hold on. I'm a little bit more uh, fancy. for today says is someone you know having a birthday actually yes danny's birthday is in a couple weeks if so beware of all the great food that will undoubtedly be brought to the party oh hell yeah if you're trying to improve your level of health and fitness you'll be sorely tempted to depart from the program be as firm as you can but remember that we all need a little indulgence occasionally chocolate cake and ice cream might not be on your diet but think of them as an emotional health food enjoy a little bit love is calling your name get an accurate prediction today i like that that's That's funny wholesome it's (laughs) funny that it's like somebody's birthday coming up because danny's birthday is on the 24th but also like I don't, yeah, I'm trying to be healthier or whatever, but I don't limit myself. If I want a piece of cake, I'm going to have a piece of cake. I'm just not going to have half of the cake. Right. <laughs> See, that's where my issue comes in. If I'm going to eat a pizza, I have to eat like half the pizza or like three fourths of it. Now, pizza is a different story. <laughs> I'm too strict with my food. I'm like, oh no, it must be healthy. <laughs> anyway. Only kale. Yeah, only kale chips and um occasionally an entire pizza <laughs> just how the the weird. why wouldn't it let me go back to the i'm still page. trying to plug in my headphones i'm sorry what if i look hell? like i'm like just staring at you I'm not no, creep, you're, I fine. Swear. you're fine i just it wouldn't let me go whoa back. cancer katie is a cancer cancer have you been toying with the idea of redecorating your house If so, you might actually come up with a few solid ideas, although you'll have a difficult time deciding among them. Sometimes Mm. making a list can help you work out the details of each and discern which is the most workable at this time. Look at home decorating magazines and furniture catalogs, write down what appeals to you. You'll decide something. What fun. Revive your love. Make this the year that your love grows with a psychic love reading. (laughs) No prob. Sign me up. (laughs) That's funny because we've been talking about like ways to um, ways to like change up our backgrounds for the podcast and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's immediately what I thought of. That's weird. But I like it. Anybody comment? I don't think so. That's all right, though. Well, if you guys ever want your horoscope read, come to our live streams. We will read you your daily horoscope just for fun. Yeah. 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 I got to open up the Google Doc. Where are we going today? Where? What direction are we headed into? Oh, thanks, Celeste and Foundry, for sponsoring yeah. this episode. We appreciate yes. you, as always. Great, great, great sponsor. 
Um, do you want me to give like trigger warnings? Yeah, jump into the trigger warnings. You know, okay. they're scared. <laughs> oh, let me stop screen sharing for a second. Okay. <laughs> if descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory real life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you get the fuck out. This podcast is not for you. You have been warned. Remember to be respectful as well mm-hmm. in the comments on our socials all that stuff be nice yeah be respectful you know be- i know you have an asshole bone in your body i'm sure <laughs> you know, everybody does but stop being a dick that you know there's a difference between the guy on reddit go ahead just what reminds me of that reddit mod being rude fuck a reddit mod fuck a right? reddit mod. i <laughs> bitch i i wish he responded to me I wish jerk. he did. He was such a jerk. I was about to go in. You got perma banned from. I did. You know, and I I told Joey that I told Joey that because I was like, yo, I almost went in on this guy today. Like, you know, he was just fucking asking for it, which I don't ever normally do. Um, right. so I'm proud of myself for that. You know, I wanted to pick a fight with a stranger. You were in a meanie. <laughs> um, and Joey was like, yeah, they banned me too when I was sharing your guys' videos and they uh, didn't give him an explanation other than like, we just don't do that. And they kicked me out for some, like some of the same stuff. They were like, well, you're putting your videos all over the internet. And I was like, well, yeah, but this is a subreddit where you nobody can do else that. Nobody else has permabanned <laughs> me from a subreddit. Like why are well, your panties in a twist? Reddit is just so, <sighs> Joey was like, they're just full of a bunch of whiny teenagers and people that just don't have the lives. <laughs> and I was like, honestly me, but yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm on Reddit. <laughs> That's why I'm on Reddit. But yeah, I, I was like, I can't handle this. So I think I'm just going to stick with Facebook for our advertising now. <laughs> Facebook seems I to have the best. Anyway, there are Facebook some is... subreddits where they just, they don't mind. And like that one, there was one where you posted it and the moderator commented on it. It was like, hey, this podcast seems legit. And then you've mm-hmm. got this, this jerk off over here. That's like, bye, bitch. <laughs> Get out. It's like, please give me a break. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to go first? You have videos. Yeah. You have Here, videos. I'll share my screen. I got to make sure I'm sharing sound too. Okay. I've got a couple Reddit stories, but I'm going to let you pick the first <gasps> ticky time. All right. I'm going to go with number five. Count five down. This one? Yeah. Okay. Strange things found. All right. Let's open it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm a real person. Yeah, I'm real. Okay. Babe. <gasps> what the hell? What is this? That is a really bad lean to. What in the world? Nope. I'm good. I you would pass. <laughs> I just freaking realized this, which I'm kind of upset about. That's what? from a freaking fake account. Oh, like a creepy pasta like, account? Yes, I just realized it. And you know what? I came across so many of their TikToks trying to find like <sighs> content. It's always for... the creepy pasta people that are the biggest on TikTok. Like, well, and like so all of their videos are pretty creepy and they're pretty good. But yeah. like, 
I didn't realize that that one was from them. So that one wasn't real. It's okay. I forgive you. I I know you didn't mean it. (laughs) You want to pick another one? Yeah. All right. Let's do seven. Number seven. I'm going with random numbers here. Okay. So this says. My my friends. And I. Let me mute it. (laughs) My, my. Found in the backyard of an Airbnb. So it says my friends and I rented out an Airbnb in the woods. And so they decided to go look on a little walk and explore. It looked great. So we decided to look around the area. They got their water bottle staying hydrated. And this, that's when we found something weird. What? What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. Um, What I couldn't understand about this is you see there's an mm. obvious circle around this cross Yep. Of like benches and they walk right into it. And then there's the fucking ladders. Oh my God. Uh, ew, I'm what is that? Jeebies. Uh, and it's like some abandoned house. Oh, that gave me such bad vibes. Oh, that's so me. creepy. I hate that. It but I love, oh, I love, I love abandoned buildings. You ever gone into one like in a, in the woods? So no. much fun. Oh my oh, god! It's scary to me. I'm. Scared. I we used to have one out near my parents' house. Right before it got knocked down, we would go and spend so much time in there. Um, and that was actually the house of the little boy who drowned. Well, he was 18. He was wasn't it, a little boy, but was it like straight in the back of the field? Or it no? was in the middle of the field, actually. I think I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, feel like you probably do because yeah, our like another cousin would go with us, and I'm pretty sure at some point you also went. I think I walked back there with y'all, but I don't think we went in it. It was like a fucking party trick at our house. We're like, hey, you want to go to this house? You want to go <laughs> look at this house? <laughs> but like they left everything in there. It was, it was, it was, it was fascinating That's to walk strange. through and see everything just like frozen in time. Crazy. That's like Chernobyl. It was weird. We found, we found like letters and clothing and full-blown kitchen. It was like, like they just y'all left it like it was. It was scary. Um, I don't know why we went in there though, like all together, because I don't know. We could have fallen through the floor, or like could have gotten caught. Been, like water moccasins or co- not water moccasins. Oh yeah. Oh heads. yeah. I That's guarantee it. you there was. I know for sure right now there's foxes over in that general area where the house was. So I know we had animals living in it. All the windows mm-hmm. were busted out, but it was it was good times. I wish it was still there. Fun. <laughs> now we just go metal detecting. Box. Oh my God. You know, I would, you know, I, I would, I would sit upstairs and go do it. That'd be so much fun. Let's yeah. see. All right. Pick another random number. This is fun. Oh, uh, let's go with three mushroom hunter. Yeah. I Question to, mark. I think I have to meet this one. Maybe not. Woods. Oh no. Well, there's certainly no shortage of the pheasant back mushrooms out here. You can see here's one. And Boy, one over here. <laughs> they look really nice. And then um, and this one, and uh, there's one over here. Looks like it's holding some water. Huh? Ooh! What the fuck? That was long-winded. I think it's time to go. He said, "I think it's time creepy to go. things." What is <laughs> that at the end? Hold on. That was me. <laughs> why noted looks like oh mickey gosh. mouse's bottoms that um 
that scream gave me the heebie-jeebies. Maybe I'm sensitive to this kind of stuff today. Normally Did you I'm- give yourself a trigger warning? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I should. Um, I have a summer camp story. What were you going to say? Do you want to say? Go oh, no, no, go ahead. Okay. Well, this one's pretty scary. I, th- I, I thought it was scary. All right. Okay. I used to work in a summer camp in the hill country. After the kids went to sleep, the counselors would go out screwing around and doing the usual stupid things that 18 to 24 year olds do. Uh, one night on a full moon, a group of kids or a group of us had taken one of the trucks out to a nearby field to smoke and drink. The field was surrounded by woods filled with waist high grass and had a single road running down the middle of it. We stopped in the exact center of the field and were chilling for about 20 minutes when someone said, who is that? It wasn't a what, but a who question, which piqued my interest. I turned around and at the entrance to the field where we had come from, there's this person just standing there. They were about a hundred yards off and it was nighttime clear with a full moon. So we couldn't quite make out much detail except that they were wearing light white clothes and they were white. It was super weird. We called them to join us, but they just started pacing back and forth in front of the entrance to the field. This went on for a couple of minutes while we just sat there and stared. Well, about two thirds of the people in the truck bed of the truck were high and started to work themselves into a stoner's paranoia. So my buddy and I took over the cab and turned the truck around to put the high beams on whoever was over there at the edge of the woods with the beams out. We could see them pacing back and forth. And as soon as we flipped them on, it was just fields and woods with roads going off straight ahead. Turn the lights off and there was a person again pacing back and forth. Lights on, person gone, lights off, white figure clearly walking back and forth. The people in the back of the truck were losing their fucking minds at this point. I turned to my buddy in the driver's seat. I would be fucking paranoid as hell. Me too. I'd freak out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we have to drive through there to get to camp. He and I just said, yep, <laughs> we do. I told everyone in the back to sit down and that we, that we were heading back. One girl starts crying. Two guys are pulling out pocket knives. Terrible idea, though, since they're in the back of a bouncing pickup truck on a dirt road and stoned out of their minds. The last guy just <laughs> grabs the side of the truck and looks terrified. We turned on the high beams and drove towards the entrance. No figure in sight. We pass into the woods along the road and still no figure someone from the bed of the truck yells she's still there after we passed through um we got back to the camp hid the beer and weed and never went back to that field again when i told uh, a sanitized version of that story to my campers they laughed at me i would be like bitch (laughs) (laughs) i had never seen anything like that before or since but i am now convinced that i saw a ghost I don't know what it was about, but I saw it. It almost sounds like a, you know, those hauntings residual or are they cycle? It's like on a loop. Yeah. Like literally, I think in this case, they were on a loop. Maybe they died there. That's weird. Mm -hmm. You want another one? Yeah. I have a short one and we'll watch some more videos. Yeah. All right. This one's very tiny. I was 11 exploring the woods with my brother when we came across a small clearing with a red and white checkered picnic blanket that had skinned, bloody, chopped up animal carcass on top of it, just baking in the sun. (laughs) And I was like, all right, let me let me read the comments on that one. And I remember I read a comment that was like, well, that's what they do. You know, hunters, they like leave their prey out to I don't know what 
yeah, I guess. dry in the sun so they can make like the, jerky. The, like the hides or whatever. Oh, maybe, maybe the, the meat. I don't know. I think it's fucking weird that it was just like you walk up on a clearing and there's a picnic Imagine table. Imagine how terrifying that is as a kid, though. <laughs> like, no matter if there's like a, a regular ass explanation for it, just to walk exactly. up on that as a child is just like. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I would, I would be scarred for life, dude. Oh Literally. yeah. You'll never forget that. No. <laughs> okay. Optimize. Okay. Let's see. Which one do I want to do? Oh, let's do this one. What the hell? What is that? Oh my god. Isn't that scary? And look, you can see on the side that there's nobody there. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) It's creepy. Oh my god. But like you can see from the other side of the tree that there's nobody standing there. Why was she, why was she in the woods anyway? I, Do you know? I don't know. And I think she was Bro. speaking in like Russian or something. Yeah, that was definitely another language. She was like freaking out. I would be too bitch. I'm like, I saw something over here and there it is. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, we did this one. I have to remove them because otherwise I'll get too confused. Oh, I know. Okay, let's, I would let's already do be this confused. Funny one. <laughs> I want to do a funny one. Danny, what the hell's that? What the hell is that? Hello? Hello? <laughs> These oh, are my whole oh, movies Danny. when I was like 11. <laughs> what the hell? Hello? There's someone behind the tree. There's someone behind the tree. <laughs> go, go, go! Fuck that, Danny! What the hell was that? <laughs> Even if that was fucking real, I think I would like pee myself from laughing at how hard Luke got that guy was trying. You literally hear one of the guys in the background. He went <laughs> <laughs> just from like how stupid it looked. That's so fucking funny. That one was so silly to me. I had to put that one in here. Right, I'm gonna do a kind of long one, and this one's a okay. slow burn. We gotta wait till the end. Okay. So, uh, I want to take everybody back here. A place I knew about when I was a kid. Haven't been able to find it since. But let me tell you, it's an eerie place. I got to show everybody this now that I found it again. Brought my buddy Ashton with me. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, moon i get a bad feeling every time i come in here why'd you have to come here on a full moon night i don't know good man so we should be coming up on it here pretty quickly when i was listening to this i thought he sounded kind of like kent oh yeah i'm telling you some bad stuff happened back here wow that is deep in the woods Mm mm-hmm Casey. I gotta take Casey. you and show you this place. Casey. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Why is the tire swing moving in this tree? Casey. Wind? No way. I don't want to believe that. Uh. 
No, none of the tree Probably. branches are moving. If you it was wind, the tree branches would move. I really don't want to. I'm good. No thanks. Dude, this is this is a eerie place, man. There's some bad stuff happened back here in the seventies. Some bad juju here. Mm. Yeah, hold on. Casey, go back. At least go they're back. in a truck. That's no. true. There was somebody standing in that window. Shut up. I see something in the window, what? Casey. Yeah, really? here, I'll back it up a little bit. See. Yeah, go back. I need to see no. this. Oh, my God, what? Yeah. Oh. I'll put my cursor in this window here. Right here. <gasps> okay. Yeah, hold on. Casey, go back. Now, look, when he backs up, there's nothing there. No. So I still didn't see it. Am I like I blind? It's back. like a black shadow. Right here. Yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah. It's like very opaque. You can't see through it. And then look. No. Yeah. What the heck? It was in the right half of that of that window. Go back really? one more time just in case nobody saw that. That is so crazy. It is kind of hard to tell. But. It is. It's definitely, if you guys can't see it, it's it's not super easy to spot, but it's right there. Right here. There's like a black shadow. And you can also kind of see it move downwards the further that they get away from the window. For some reason, your cursor really? is lagging. So every time I was trying to follow the cursor, it was like halfway across. Hey, <laughs> Sorry. All right. There should be a... No, not... We're clear? Oh my god, oh my god. Oops. Dude, mattress in here? Dude, there was somebody standing right here, or a shadow or something standing here. Dude, is that blood on that mattress? All right, come on. Well, want to check it out? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and go Secret. first, bro. <laughs> what the? No <laughs> oh, shit. Go, 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 get out of here. Fucking hurry up, dude. And the car is, like, stalling. Bro. Oh, my God. God. That was probably one of the more convincing ones that I've heard. Like, a lot of these, they make me think, like, oh, it's just a creepypasta. But that was, like, fucking... Okay. (laughs) That's so creepy. You want to hear swing? I hated that. (laughs) I hated how that sounded. It was, like, right there behind the door, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. All right. Here comes another one. This is a longer one. Give me five seconds. All right. Stumbling into secret territory is what I wrote this as. And I, I'm going to say this is more of a cautionary tale. So definitely take into account what I'm, what I'm about to read you. Okay. Scariest, uh, scariest thing that I've ever seen in the woods was probably finding a distillery of some kind. I don't know if it was drugs or moonshine, but everyone knows it's really dangerous to happen upon someone's shine. If they're stilling in the woods, then whatever they're doing is illegal. People have been known to get killed for coming across a still. 
I used to play in the woods with my friends all the time when we were in seventh and eighth grade. One day we discovered a new trail that went really deep into the woods. We loved exploring new trails, so we had no qualms about going down this one. We had no idea what we found, so we spent a good long time looking at everything, touching everything, and that's when we found the guns, just two. One was a handgun, and the other was some kind of large semi-automatic, and it scared us. We then heard voices in the trees and took off into the woods where there was no trail. We just wanted to get out of there. I never told my parents, but one of my friends told their parents. And a couple of days later, the woods were raided and three men were arrested. Oh my God. That's how we learned it was a still. I wish I could remember what kind it was. They literally almost fucking died. Crazy. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Because I'm sorry, like criminals who are doing something like that, they're not going to trust a kid to keep a secret. No way. No. Not that kind of secret. No. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do you think there's guns out there? When exactly. ain't for deer. That's, it's for you. <laughs> that's spooky. Mm. All right. Here's another one. I titled this one Driver's License. I worked for a tree trimming company in Wisconsin when I was in high school. We were working at a property that happened to be just down the road from my home when I found a California driver's license in the middle of large woods. It happened to look like a buddy of mine, so I grabbed it and kept on working. I showed it to my buddy later that week and had a laugh. I had no idea that he actually kept it until about two years later. He was with me when I got pulled over for a headlight violation. The police asked to search the vehicle and I consented because I had nothing to hide. They search it and we get back and five to 10 minutes later, they flank us on both sides, guns drawn, demanding that we get out of the vehicle. Then the dust settled and it turns out my friend had kept the stupid ID and then chose to hide it in my glove box when we got pulled over. Completely inexplicable. Um, inexplicable. I've never heard of that word. Inexplicable. Inexplicable. That's what the word is. Turns out the ID belonged to a man that was wanted for multiple homicides out of state. I ended up having to take the police to exactly where I found it. And they searched the woods with dogs. No idea what happened after that. My friend got a ticket for being a dumb shit. I thought they were going to say that the ID was from somebody that was murdered, like somebody that was missing. No, the murderer. It's even worse. Yeah, that's scary. That that freaked me out because, but also, why did he hide it in the glove box? What's the reasoning behind hiding it? I don't know. I don't know. And it's so weird that he kept it and like also brought it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird, little weird inconsistencies in there. And you know what? That's a good I point. I do think it'd be like funny to have like this ID that you found and be like, this isn't me, but like, look, it looks like me. Yeah. Can oh, yeah. I would like think that's fake fucking hilarious. I would keep that and like frame it and put it on my fucking right. wall because it's so fucking funny. Like, wow. Well, now you know <laughs> it's for a freaking murderer. Yeah. That makes it even more what a random thing to stumble upon in the middle of the woods. It makes you wonder if he was running when he lost it. Right. Mm-hmm. Spooky. <laughs> I, I just think that the friend hiding it in the glove box is just suspicious. Okay. Do you want to hear another one? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna read one, but yeah, you go. Oh ahead. no, no, no! You read one. The mine's really long. I want. I want to hear oh, yours. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna give a, a trigger warning for this one. It's um, it has mentions of suicide, so okay. trigger warning. This is on Ask Reddit, and this is by user Skipper's Loss. 
Well, I'll never forget this one. My wife and I used to live in a town home that backed to some woods. We both took off of work one day to get some, some things done around the yard, cutting the grass, weeding our large flower beds, laying mulch, etc. Our yard wasn't that big. It took about two full grass clipping bags. I would walk a couple of feet into the woods uh, and dump them in a pile. As I'm walking back to empty the second bag, something in the middle of the woods catches my eye, something out of place, and it's moving. I crouched down to get a better look and I froze. At first, I could make out a pair of shoes just swaying back and forth. And then I was able to see the legs and body of a teenager. <gasps> there uh, there oh in the God. middle of the woods was a teenage boy who had hung himself. Next to the tree, I could see a skateboard leaning up against it. I yelled for my wife to call the police and started running back to try and save him, but he was gone. His body was limp and his head was just slumped over. His dark, scruffy hair was slowly blowing in the breeze. The cops came and quickly cut him down, and they were gone. As it turns out, he was having problems getting along with his parents, and this is what he decided to do. Mm. Isn't that terrible? That is awful. Mm. There was this one book that I read when I was, like, 16. It was called Chicken Soup. Do you remember those books? Like, Chicken Soup, Good for the Soul books or something? Mm -hmm. The most scarred I think I ever was when I was growing up was reading this book because it also was very similar and it talked about suicide. And one of the stories was that their friend, whoever their friend was, was supposed to be in like a scare maze or something. So they had like a, like a tractor and like a a hayride in the back or whatever. And they were supposed to be riding through the woods and they saw a body hanging from the trees and everybody was like, Oh, that's so scary. Oh my God. But it was a fucking real person. (gasps) Yeah. And apparently statistically people doing that around Halloween, that happens a lot. And like, they're not safe because people are like, Oh, wow. That looks so real. (laughs) Like, yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I know. Fucking crazy story. Crazy. Great G. Yeah. All right. I got a good one. This is a part of the I'm a search and rescue officer for the US Forest Service. I have some stories to tell. Your favorite. <laughs> Trade. Yeah, or the the um the thread. Yes, my favorite. I do. I love this guy. If you guys want to hear the beginning of this thread or whatever, it's actually on part one of this series of the forest series. So you can find that. Um, I don't think I linked it, but I think it's somewhere. I think it was like our third episode. Anyway. Yeah, something like that. Hey guys, I'm back from my training op and I have a lot of really interesting stories to share with you. I've got enough that I'm going to break them up into two parts. Honestly, this being the first, I'd love to put them all in one entry, but I just haven't had a chance to write them all down yet. I didn't have a chance or I didn't have anything too crazy happen while I was out there in the training ops, but I did have one incident with a rookie that I found relevant for this story. Since I'm sure you guys have been waiting long for these, I'll just get right into the stories. I'll assign each batch of stories to a person who told them to me. KD. KD is a vet who's been a search and rescue officer for about 15 years. She specializes in high elevation mountain rescues and is widely considered one of the best in her field. She was one of the more enthusiastic storytellers, and since we were together a fair amount during the exercises, she ended up telling me about four that really just stuck with me, four stories that stuck with me. Is this you, and you're not being truthful, KD? Me? 
Yes. KD? Yeah. You know what you're talking about? I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> KR. <laughs> you are now. I am now. <laughs> the first she told me was in response to my asking about her most traumatic calls. She shook her head and told me that really bad calls happen more frequently on the mountain since the potential for nasty accidents is a lot higher. <laughs> about five years ago, one of the parks she worked at had a string of disappearances. It was a bad year, she said, one of the worst on record as far as the weather went. They were getting about a foot of new snow every couple of days, and there were a few avalanches that killed some climbers. Oh my gosh. They'd warned people about staying off of the, on the map areas, you know, don't go off the trails, don't be an idiot. But of course, there's always those who don't listen. In one particularly nasty case that she told me, an entire family got wiped out because the father decided that he knew better than the officials and he took them into an area that wasn't safe, wasn't marked. They were snowshoeing and as best uh, and as best Katie could figure, they walked onto a shelf of snow that looked solid, but actually wasn't. It gave way. And this family went ass over tea kettle, almost 300 feet down a slope. <gasps> They landed on the rocks at the bottom and the parents died instantly. This is the worst part. One of the kids did as well, but the other two survived. One had a broken leg and fractured ribs. The other was almost unharmed, save for some bruising and a sprained ankle. The uninjured child left his sibling behind and set out to find help. KD said the kid didn't make more than half a mile before a storm overtook him. The kids stopped to try and get warm or maybe just to rest and ended up freezing to death. Oh my God. They ended up finding the family with the help of some witnesses who saw them heading out into the wilderness that same day. And she was the one to find the kid who'd frozen to death looking for help. She said it started to snow just enough to obscure long distance vision, but not enough to make searching impossible. She saw a figure sitting in the snow up ahead and she got to it as quickly as possible. She described in detail how she uh, how she got closer. She realized first that it was a child, second, that they were deceased, and third, that they had frozen in one of the most pitiful positions she's ever found a corpse in. The kid was sitting upright with his knees tucked up to his chest. His arms were curled around them and his head was tucked in his coat. When she moved the coat to look at his little face, she saw that he died crying. His face was twisted and the tears were frozen on his cheeks. She said it was painfully obvious that the kid was terrified when he succumbed to hypothermia, and as a mother, it broke her heart. She told me repeatedly that she hopes the father is burning in hell as we speak, and I agree. Oh, thank you, Joey. That's actually weird, though, because like as you're, hey, hey ooh. Tastes exactly like a regular Pepsi. Joey says it tastes like a regular Pepsi. We're gonna try the Bud Light really? Seltzer hard sodas. Really? Joey says the Sierra Mist one Sierra tastes Mist, just like it. That's weird. Joey said if it didn't say that it was a hard seltzer, he wouldn't even he know that it's Sierra it. Mist. It Let's Sierra try this. Mist. Okay. All right. Here we go. The Bud Light Seltzer hard cola. It just tastes like a regular Pepsi, like a non-diet Pepsi. I, I can taste it a little bit though. Is this a cherry cola? It's regular. It is cherry. There is cherry in there. I taste it. I can definitely no, taste I mean, the cherry. Oh, cherry. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Not bad. There's lemon um, lime, cola, cherry, cola, and orange soda. Nice. Thank you. I've heard yeah, people have been raving about those. Yeah, Joey's Joey sees them in the store every time. He's like, I, I, I want to try that. Everyone says it tastes like <laughs> Now he's like, <laughs> that's what he does when he likes something. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't whistle like that. I can barely whistle. I can barely whistle, but I've been practicing lately. So that's why all of a sudden <laughs> so I can, can watch Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, what I was going to say was it's, it was weird because as you're reading the story and you're talking about this kid that ended up freezing to death, the way that I like picture it in my head is the kid sitting there in that position. Mm-hmm. So like when you said that, it was like, uh, like my brain is just gross, I guess. I do that too. I visualize whatever someone is reading to me. I love it when there's like descriptive stories. Cause I like me to too. see it in my brain and it makes it like that much worse. Yeah. True. Right. Here's the other half. The other traumatic story she told me that stood out in my mind was one that happened when she was a rookie. Her team got a report of an experienced climber who hadn't come home the previous day. His wife was convinced that something bad had happened because he never failed to come home on time. They went out looking for him and had to climb what sounded like some very technically challenging parts of the mountain. They got to a relatively flat area and KD started seeing blood in the snow. She followed the blood trail, and as she went, she started seeing little bits of tissue. Um, She wasn't sure exactly what body part it had come from, but the farther she followed it, the more there was. She follows this blood and tissue trail to a sheltered area under a cliff face, and she finds the climber. She said there was so much blood, more than she had ever seen before. He was lying face down, one arm stretched in front of him as if he had died crawling. Oh my God. She looks closer and sees that he's been partially disemboweled, which is where the tissue she'd seen had come from. The guy has an ice pick tucked into a hip holster and it's covered in blood. And of course, they'll never be sure exactly what happened because they weren't there. But she said as best as she can figure, this is what went down. The guy had been attempting to climb up to the next area and had been using his ice axe to ascend. He'd probably hit a loose patch. Uh, and had fallen on the way down or possibly when he landed he'd gotten impaled by the axe and had it disembowel him he drug himself along tearing pieces of himself out as he went and had died under the cliff face she isn't terribly bothered by gore but i guess a few of the guys who came to help her remove the body threw up when they turned him over and did a good portion or a good portion of his intestines spilled out yeah that's crazy right you know Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I don't think I handle gore very well, but for some reason, the idea of being a search and rescue officer is so fucking appealing to me. I would love (laughs) that job. I would love it. Gore doesn't bother me, but like, I have a thing with like broken bones. Like if bones are sticking out, I hate that. That bothers me a lot. And I have a thing with eyeballs. I was about to say that I have a thing with eyeballs and like nails like one time I lost my toenail when I was like 13 and it came off completely and it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen it was disgusting (laughs) no nail (laughs) yankee with no brim toenail with no nail all right um let me see where I was I lost my place okay I mentioned to her that I was interested in hearing about any experiences she had with people completely disappearing her eyes lit up and she leans in close to me. Want to hear a real doozy? She asks. <laughs> the yes. one doozy. Hello, Sarah Jane. So good to have you. Thanks for joining us. Hello, friend. Um, hello. 
She asks, she tells me about how when we first started, when she first started, there was a case that got a lot of attention in the media. A family had been out berry picking in an area of the forest where close, very close to the entrance of the park. They had two little boys, both under the age of five. And at some point during the day, one of them vanishes. There's an absolutely massive search and they find absolutely nothing. It's another one of those cases where it looks like the kid was never there in the first place. Like he just disappeared. The kids or the dogs just sit down and don't pick up on anything. No trace of the kid is found. The search goes on for about two months, but is eventually called off. Fast forward to six months later, the family comes back to the place flowers or back to place flowers at the memorial that's been set up there for the kid. They bring their other son. And while they're placing the flowers, they lose sight of the other kid for about three seconds. And in that span of time, he just vanishes into thin air. Now, obviously, the parents are beyond devastated. It's awful enough to lose one child, but to lose two is beyond imagining. The search is huge and one of the largest in state history, I'm sure, because it's like, are you kidding me? How do you lose the second kid? Right. Anyway, whatever. The search is huge. One of the largest in state history, like I said, there are about 300 volunteers climbing every inch of this park looking for the kid. But again, there's no trace of him. The search goes on for about a week with people looking miles from the part of the park that he vanished from. So they're looking literally even in places that he really shouldn't be. Right. And then almost two weeks later, a volunteer almost 15 miles from where the designated search area radios in that the kid that he's been found, uh, they assumed that the kid was dead, but the volunteer says he's not only alive, he's actually in very good shape. KD and her team go out to recover the kid. And when they get there, she can't believe that this is the kid that's been missing his clothes perfectly clean. There's no dirt on him anywhere. And he doesn't even appear traumatized. The volunteer says he's found the kid sitting on a log playing with a little twig bundle that was bound together with some old rope. KD asks him where he's been the kid who he was with for those two weeks. And the kid tells her that he's been with the fuzzy man. Now, Katie firmly believes in Bigfoot, so she gets all excited and asks what he means by fuzzy. Was he hairy? The kid says, no, he wasn't hairy. He was a fuzzy man. And he describes a man that's blurry, like when you close your eyes, but not all the way closed. He says the man came out of the trees and took the kid with him deep into the woods. The kid says he slept in a hollow tree and the fuzzy man gave him berries to eat. KD asks if the man was mean and if he scared the kid. And the kid says, no, actually, he wasn't scary. But I didn't like how he didn't have eyes. <laughs> so crazy. Ew. KD says that, I know. What the fuck? Fuzzy? You know what? That makes me think of Slenderman because, you know, whenever you see Slenderman, he gets fuzzy. Right. You remember? Yeah. But I don't Weird. think Slenderman would just be like, oh, you're boring. Bye. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm, yeah, I feel like Slenderman would probably like fucking deck you or something. <laughs> Katie says they get the kid back to the headquarters and a cop takes him into town to talk to him more about what happened. She's actually friends with the cop that talked to the kid. And she said the kid described being kept in this tree by the fuzzy man and given berries whenever he was hungry. He was allowed to wander around a very specific clearing, but when he tried to go further, the fuzzy man would get mad and yell really loud, even though he didn't have a fucking mouth. <laughs> when the oh, kid so he didn't scared, have a face at all. No, like what the fuck? 
Um, yeah, so he would fucking yell at him when he would walk away. <laughs> when the kid got scared at night, the fuzzy man made it go brighter, is what he said, and gave him the twig bundle that he was playing with when we found him. He said the fuzzy man was going to keep him, but he had to let him go because the kid wasn't the right kind. He either can't or won't elaborate more on that. The cops are just sort of left scratching their heads and the search for his brother is renewed with no results. The kid has no idea where his brother might be and they never end up finding him. That's so weird. Bizarre. All right. Immediately, like my brain went through a couple stages. I, I first was like, had to have been the parents parents had to have something to do with it because like one kid goes missing you take your other kid back to put flowers and then that kid goes missing suspicious mm-hmm. then my head goes mm-hmm. to then my head goes to potentially fairies when there's like no evidence of either one of them there they just pooped poof disappeared pooped. i kind of start thinking about fairies because I've heard stories like that about fairies too, like abducting kids. And there's just, like, I have also them. heard those stories insane. But then, some of the stories the, that they have around that, the yeah. fae or the fairies. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. That, that was weird. I know there's something so intriguing about it though, because it's like, there are miles and miles of deep woods just in America alone. It's like, yeah. what the fuck goes on out there? Anybody can go out there. Anybody can do anything. they want. I mean, like, technically, it's not legal what they're doing, what they do right. out there. But they can honestly really do anything they want. As long as you Period. Get, in, get to a good spot. <laughs> yeah. And no one will fucking know. You it's know, true. it's crazy. Um, do you want to do, do you want to do the lesson foundry? Really? Yes. Let's do Can the I lesson go foundry to the bathroom to... while you start that. First, Please though. do. I'm going to okay. start reading while okay. you're gone. All right. Actually, I don't think I saved it on here. So give me a second guys. I have to go to an old Google doc. I hope you guys are liking it so far. I love, I love, love stories about the woods. We're going to say, take a second and talk about the Lesson Foundry, today's sponsor. The Lesson Foundry is 100% remote music lesson site. The Lesson Foundry has a passionate and incredibly skilled set of teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, saxophone, and viola, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers during each lesson. The Lesson Foundry site is very extremely easy to use, and I can tell you it really is. We've gone over this tons of times. We showed the Lesson Foundry site. It's very easy. Very professionally laid out in a way that everyone can understand. You can see details about each each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees they have, and achievements that they've gotten in the field. Each and every teacher is available for lessons on the site and is extremely passionate about helping you reach your goals, whatever they may be. All lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Most half an hour sessions cost between $35 and $40 per week and signups for one month, which by the way, that is very cheap. Yeah. I did music lessons all my life growing up and that is very cheap. However, you can cancel at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. Keyword lover. We have Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. And luckily, the Lesson Foundry is the place to go for all your music and instrument class needs. Call 
8226 to speak with a representative about the lesson foundry. That is 410-404-8226. Thank you, the lesson foundry. We appreciate Thanks, lesson you. foundry. Yes. Yay. That's like Yay. a perfect Valentine's Day gift for somebody who loves yes. music. Speaking of Valentine's Day, what do we Yay. have coming up? We have <gasps> Halloween. I'm Valoween. so excited. Halloween. Anyone that's watching this episode later on, the next episode that we're doing, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, but in an anti way. It's going to yeah. be fun. That rhymed. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. But Sometimes we also have a Valentine's Day merch collection. We do. That you know what? And I'm going to show them. I'm actually, you know what? How about you do it? Because my internet's going to slow down and I'm doing the live stream. So that's probably not okay. the best idea. But yes, we have our very own Valentine's Day collection for you guys. I worked on it, what, like two weeks ago? We came yeah. up with these designs. We decided, oh, to gouldpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. So this collection is not going to be in, in our store for very long. I think up until, I guess we'll probably let it linger maybe like a week after Valentine's. Yeah. After or maybe that, like till the end of the month or something. Yeah. The, but then after that, girlfriend? poof, they're gone. But for 35 yeah. bucks, you can not only support the podcast, you can also sport the podcast beach. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. It goes from small all the way to literally 4XLT. It looks uh, like small is out of stock right now. Yeah. But There's a couple out of stock, way. but yeah. That reminds me, they do run a little bit small anyway. So always you want to get yeah. it like a size up and then you wash it and it'll probably shrink down to the, the right size. But yeah, guys, How that cute. is our first one. It's so cute. I love it. I'm thinking that I'm going to get this one. Um, Will you be my girlfriend? This weekend. Hello. Yeah. Oh, and it's only 35 it's- for a cute little hoodie. Normally hoodies are like 45, and they're 50. they're so soft. 50. Yep. Mine's coming and in the mail soon. Oh yeah, this one's one. my favorite. I I worked really hard on this one. I <laughs> I changed all of the um <laughs> all of the like normal Valentine's heart type feel. Yeah, the with heart candy. Something more too ghoulified. There's a choke me to die for till death. That's you know, cute. if you want to wear like a more edgy, cute, stylish hoodie, this is the one for you. And it comes in so many fucking colors. Jesus, if you. Don't find Ooh, your like favorite color in this collection. I don't know what more I could give you. I mean, we <laughs> we really like there's different types of hues, different yeah. types of pinks and reds. I mean, there's white, you name it. We Ooh, got it. Pretty. Lovely. I, la la lovely. I like this blue actually. That's yes, pretty. Very look, nice. Look what the heart is. Very sexy. <laughs> Yes, the guys, if you would like to uh, jump on over to twoghoulspodcast.com, we have our own website yes. now and you can jump on there and check out the merch. There's tons more stuff, but we just wanted to really highlight the Valentine's Day collection since it's so exclusive. You know <laughs> I don't what? know what else to say about it. We should do a hollow, uh, not Halloween. Oh my Lord. That, the only thing that's on my mind ever, Halloween. <laughs> we should do a Valentine's Day coupon code. Yeah. Ooh, Why don't okay. we do like be my Valentine, be the code, be and my we Valentine. get 10%. 10% I'm going to look into that. Guys, it's not technically on right now, but yeah, we can figure out a way to give you guys a coupon code. I think. How about once after this live is done? So when it goes, when it gets posted again tomorrow, tomorrow. we'll put it in the description. Good idea. Good Check idea. the description for a coupon code. Yes. 
we'll see you guys tomorrow on that offer. Um, Sorry, like I just here we no, go spouting ideas. We want to give you all the coupon codes because Happy we love Valentine's you. Day and it's Valentine's Day, guys. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening um, to our sponsor. Um, do you want to jump into one of your stories and then like I'll split yeah. mine up a little bit? Okay. Yeah, I think my I'm my other sure one's pretty short on that because I'm gonna forget. Yeah, I understand what you mean completely. <laughs> okay, I've got one other story and then I've got several other videos. So Fabulous. if you don't mind, I'll read the story and then I'll do a couple of videos Ooh, and then you can pick go it for up. it. I'm all ears. All right. A group, a group of friends was staying at this remote cabin that one of my friend's cousins owned. There were no roads leading to the cabin and it was a good three to four day hike from where you parked the cars. I couldn't go at the same time as everyone else due to work obligations. So I decided to head up the same day, but later it would mean that I would have to camp for a night by myself through, um, the latter part of the trail is too dangerous to be taken at night, especially by someone who doesn't know it. I didn't care. I was kind of looking forward to it as I've never camped alone before. So I was in the middle of these woods when the sun went down, I got my camp set up in this small clearing probably 40 feet across. I get my campfire going and I pitch my small one person tent, do all the camping stuff like cooking hot dogs on a stick over the fire and s'mores. I probably stay up for a good two to three hours after dark. It was mid autumn. So the days were somewhat short the entire time that I, the entire time I thought I heard shit moving in the woods. Oh, what the hell happened? Oh, I accidentally like minimized the story. (laughs) The entire time I thought I heard shit moving in the woods on the edge of the clearing. I didn't think anything of it at first because the woods are full of animals. But as the night went on, I realized what that whatever it was was just circling the clearing over and over. Once I started paying attention, it made four or five laps around before I decided to get up and investigate. The noise stopped as soon as I stood up. As soon as I stood up and I thought I heard something that sounded like it was going away through the woods. There's several typos. So I just shrug it off thinking that it was some fox that was curious and got scared when I stood up. I decided it's time to sleep. I douse the fire and climb into my tent. I start to doze off and stay in that half asleep, half awake state for a while. I normally hear weird shit when I'm in this state. So I don't think much of it when I hear a voice. Something wakes me all the way up though. And I realize that the voice is real and it's right outside of my tent. It's just above a whisper. And I'm not sure if it was in another language or they were just speaking English in such a way that I couldn't understand. I laid there for some time. I don't know how long listening and waiting for something to happen. There's just enough moonlight to light up the walls of the tent. So I can see when a hand presses into the wall of my tent down near my foot this freaks me out and i sit up quickly whoever was on the outside of the tent tore ass out of there like running full sprint through the woods i get out of the tent and i shine my flashlight around and i see nothing i was expecting there to be a bloody handprint on the tent but nope didn't sleep that night packed up camp at first light that morning and booked it to the cabin oh my god fuck no scary bitch no (laughs) no thank you you. Mm -mm. all right let's see oh let me 
Well, I did manage to figure out very quickly, actually, how I could do the promo code. Oh, yeah. So the promo code is live 10% off. Be my ghoul. That is the name Brenna came up with in the chat, which I appreciate, Bren. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Brenna. That's perfect. Be my ghoul for 10% off of not only the Valentine's collection, everything in store is 10% off with B-E-M-I-M-Y, excuse me, (laughs) G-H-O-U-L. So that's cool. You can use it on like a $35 hoodie, but you could also use it on a $3 sticker or a $10. Yes. Perfect. Yes. And slap that bitch on your fucking bumper and you're on your car, (laughs) put it on your laptop, your guitar case. I mean, bitch, sport the ghouls, you know, let everyone know what your favorite podcast is with your favorite girls. (laughs) That's us. That's us. Okay, let's see. Let's look at this one. So this is a, I'm going to mute it, but this is a mom and a daughter going on a walk through the woods and they took videos and pictures. And then she goes back later and sees this right here. What the? What is that? That it's little like, hump over there? It's like, it's Brown. like something crouching that's a head and it obviously has hair and there's some sort of Ew. it looks like it's blonde. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Fucking play button. <laughs> That's it very looks like weird. A girl in a ghillie suit. That's my guess. Oh, kinda. Yeah. Ew. I, it's just fucking. There's no weird. reason that she should be hiding though. That's fucking crazy. Ugh. I hate it. It's no, just I like, would take my daughter and be like, we're going home. I don't think that the that the mom here. realized it until she looked back on oh, the video. Yeah. Ew. Okay. So, okay. I'm not going to play this whole video. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's basically this, this guy. He has this like video or whatever. It came out in like 2017 or something like that. And he's basically saying how he can talk to these woodland creatures and that they come out after it rains, only after it rains. And so he's making this video trying to talk to these woodland creatures or whatever. And then at the very end, he catches one. And I'm going to show just that part, I think. Right here. Did you see it? That looked like Dobby. What it does fuck? look like Dobby. Oh, where's my sock? I need my sock. <laughs> Obviously, oh, my I don't. I don't. That looks like Dobby. It does, but like a baby Dobby. <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, oh, he's, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not, but I found it very interesting. And I was like, is it like a goblin, a fairy like, or something? Okay. Sort of like- so Dobby's like waiting for us in the fucking woods, guys. <laughs> um, okay. <He> just suck. <laughs> All right. And this scary thing's caught by a drone. Which I found this interesting. I don't know where this is, though. I know, like... <laughs> Now that I'm seeing this on a bigger screen, it's actually kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a girl that's going like this. 
Listen, that's why we're here. We're debunking whether or not this shit looks real. It does. Yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) On my phone, it looked way creepier than a girl going like this. She's like, like, (laughs) we embarrassing. (laughs) Why did I include this? Oh, my God. It looks scarier on a smaller screen. I promise. Listen, that's why we're fucking here. We ask the question. We beg the question. Is it fucking real? Is it you real? Know? We fucking yeah. ask that every week on Two Ghouls Podcast. <laughs> I'm going to show a clip of a video that Danny and I originally did on YDFU. Okay. I think you'll, you might remember it, but it's fucking creepy. I feel like I know what it is already. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. This video is fucking. It's creepy. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Oh. oh. Just some cruisers, man. That's crazy shit. What's up, dude? Oh, I hate it. Oh my god. Why did it look like Post Malone for a second? <laughs> Ooh, fall apart. That last part when he was like coming up, he had like the long hair. When no, thank you. Danny good. and I originally watched that. He was like, the way that he moves is so creepy. Not natural. And, yeah. And he, Mm-mm. I think there's a clip of it that clip that's a little bit longer and it's like you can see the guy kind of lunge at the end when the guy on the motorcycle starts to drive away and it looks like like, he's shape-shifting that's what i was about to say his arm like almost comes out Mm -hmm. it's really long farther it's it's weird disgusting so i don't know what that is he kind of sounds like a zombie like huh yeah he goes how you doing buddy (laughs) but also it's just like zombie shapeshifter i think in ydfu i was like is there some sort of like bar down the street where this guy just got wrecked and decided to walk home and ended up in the woods (laughs) drinking buddy with them oh my god these videos are like fucking me up right now oh my god all right you ready to hear some more from kd i'm I'm ready The last story that KD told me was of something that happened to her when she got separated from her training group when she was a rookie. They were learning the basics of high elevation, the laying on a wall on a well-mapped side of the mountain, and she had to use the bathroom. She went off about 50 yards from the group during a meal break and did her business. I'll tell the rest exactly as she told it to me. So I go to take a piss, and once I'm done, I start going back to the group, but I've only gotten about five feet when I realize I have no idea where I am. And this wasn't like a, oh, I got turned around lost. I mean, like I literally had no fucking clue where I was. If you ask me, I don't even think I'd been, I, I don't think I've been able to tell you what state we were in. I, I, it was some sort of like amnesia feel, you know, you're completely lost and you have no idea what to do. So I stood there for a while, just trying to figure out where the fuck I was and what I was supposed to do. But the longer I stand there, the more confused and turned around I get. So I started walking. As I recall, I just picked a random direction and went for it. And as I'm walking, 
it's just getting worse and worse to the point where I have no concept of why I'm on the mountain in the first place. I'm just trudging through the snow. And then I start hearing this voice. It's kind of inside of my head, almost like if a frog could talk all low and croaky. And it's telling me over and over, it's okay. It's okay. You just need to find something to eat, find something to eat and you'll be okay. Just keep walking and find something to eat, eat, eat. So I start looking around for anything that I can eat. And I swear to God, I've never felt that hungry in my whole life. It was a bottomless hunger feeling. And I think I'd, I, I thought I had just eaten or I could just eat just about anything you put in front of me especially right then. I had no concept of time, so I had no idea how long I'd been out when I hear an actual voice coming toward me. I go toward it and see one of the other search and rescue officers, and he looks fucking terrified. He's running towards me asking if I'm okay and what the hell I'm doing out here. The scary thing was, as he's running towards me, I kind of see myself reaching into my belt for my hunting knife. So I'm not even really thinking about um, what I'm doing, but what I'm thinking is that I have to eat. And if I don't eat, I'll never be okay again. So I just have to eat. So I guess she's implying she's going to eat this guy. (laughs) Right. Um, he sees me doing that and he backs off right away. He yells at me to put my knife away so that, or that he's not going to hurt me. And that kind of snaps me back. All of a sudden, I know exactly where I am and I put the knife away. I run to him and ask him how long I've been gone, thinking he'll tell me that I've just been gone for like an hour or so. But he tells me I've been gone for two fucking days. What? I've gone over two peaks and ended up almost on the other side of the mountain. And if I would kept going, I would have ended up wandering into about 300 miles of wilderness. They'd never have found me. And he just cannot believe that I'm not dead. And I think, of course, I don't I don't know what the fuck to think. So to me, no time has passed at all. I don't say anything. I just go back with him to a random rendezvous point. And I'm taken I'm taken back to HQ headquarters to be airlifted to the hospital. When I get there, they do all kinds of tests and try to figure out what happened to me as best as they can guess, though. I had some kind of weird fatigue state, which is kind of like amnesia or a weird seizure that knocked my brain out of whack or something. But the truth is that we really don't know. It's never happened again. But I tell you ever since I got, or ever since then, I never go out there alone. People rag on me for making them come with me when I have to just leave the group for a second. But I tell them, um, listening to me piss in the snow is better than losing me for two fucking days on a freezing mountain. I agree. That's insane crazy god this fucking this fucking threat just freaks me out literally <laughs> I, I feel like it honestly i feel like it takes a good bit to freak me out but this this threat just continues to get more and more perplexing yeah ew is the name of the next one i'm gonna call him ew because that's how it's spelled. ew yeah ew <laughs> the next person i talked to was ew a former trainer who now works as an emt He still comes to ops like this to help out, but he doesn't work full time for us anymore. He specialized in finding lost kids specifically. He just seemed to have a sixth sense when it came to knowing where they'd gone. He's a legend among the more senior vets, but he gets embarrassed if you compliment him on his work. He sat down with me at dinner one evening and we ended up swapping stories. Most of them were just casual 
But when we got on the subject about our weirder calls, I mentioned that I had a buddy who'd gone up a set of stairs. Here comes the stairs in the woods stories. Oh, God. He's got kind of quiet and he asked me if I heard of a little boy who disappeared from his park a few years back. I hadn't. So he told me this story. They were out looking for an 11 year old boy named Joey who'd gone missing near a river. Of course, the first thought was that he'd fallen and drowned. But when they got when they brought dogs out, they led search and rescue officers away from the river and up into a very densely forested area. When we do searches for people, we search in a grid pattern. So we search every box of the grid incredibly thoroughly. It's very smart. I didn't realize they did that. What Ew's team noticed right away was that a very strange pattern was emerging. Dogs in alternating boxes were picking up Joey's scent, but losing it when they were overlapped with another box. If you think of a checkerboard, Joey's scent was being picked up in a random like black squares of the checkerboard, but never in the red. This, of course, didn't make any sense because how could a kid just bounce from area to area without leaving a scent in each place he had passed? Ew and his partner pass into a new box of the grid and Ew notices a set of stairs about 50 yards away from him. He tells his partner that they need to go check near it, but his partner flat out refuses to do that. He tells Ew that he's made it uh, that he's made it a point to never go near any set of stairs that he sees in the woods, and that while it may be routine, he's not to pretend that it's normal. He tells Ew that he'll wait in sight while Ew checks. Ew says he was irritated, <laughs> but he felt for the guy and didn't push him on the subject. <laughs> I don't need one, thank you. Uh, hold on. Joey just walked in. I walked over the stairs. I walked over to the stairs. They were small. They were kind of like stairs into a basement, kind of like those stairs. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about stairs in the woods. Um, but where did I go? Lost it. I don't feel one particular way about stairs. So I wasn't scared or anything. I guess I'm like everyone else. I just prefer not to think of about them too much, you know? Anyway, I went over and I could see that there was something lying on the bottom step, sort of curled up. My heart sinks because of course you always hope for the best. And we were confident that we'd find this kid alive, but he'd only been missing for a few hours, but I knew right away that it was him and that he was dead. He was curled up in a little ball on the step, holding his stomach It looked like he'd been in a horrible pain when he had died, but I didn't see any blood except some on his lips and his little chin. I radioed in that I'd found him and we got his body back to command. That poor family, they were devastated. The parents couldn't understand how he'd been dead because he'd only been gone for such a short amount of time. On top of that, he, he, we didn't really like have any obvious cause of death, which just made it worse. I figured he'd probably eaten something poisonous since he was holding his stomach when I found him, but I, I didn't want to guess out loud. I, it's hard enough to hear that your kid is dead, let alone having some stupid search and rescue guy guessing about what happened. They took him away and I went home and tried not to think about it. I hate finding dead kids, man. I love this job, but it's one of the reasons I, I left. I got two daughters and the thought of losing them that way just he choked up a little bit there. I'm not great with emotional stuff like that. And it's not always, it's, it's always sort of awkward to see a grown man cry. So I didn't really know what to do. Ew pulled himself together eventually though. And he kept going. We don't always hear back from the coroners about 
cause of death. It's not really our job or our business to know, I guess. And sometimes if they think it's foul play, they won't tell us because of legal bullshit. But I've got a friend who works for the sheriff department and he usually will pass along any interesting info if I ask. In this case, though, I actually got a call from him about a week later. He asks if I remember the kid. And of course I do. He says some seriously weird shit is going on. He tells me, ew, man, (laughs) you're going to think I'm crazy. Ew. (laughs) Ew, man, you're going to think I'm crazy. But the coroner has no idea what's happened to this kid. He's never seen anything like it. My friend goes on to tell me that the coroner opened up this opened this kid up and he couldn't even believe what he was seeing. The kid's organs were like Swiss cheese. Quarter sized holes were punched clean through just about every single organ that this kid had aside from his heart and his lungs. But his colon, his stomach, his kidneys and even one of his testicles were full of these clean holes. My friend said the coroner described it as if someone had taken a hole punch and punched holes out of everything. They were so neat and pristine, but the kid didn't even have a scratch on him. No entry or exit wounds. The closest anyone there had ever seen like it was a guy who filled himself full of uh, buckshot a year or so back while cleaning his rifle. No one had a clue what could possibly have caused it. My friend asked me if I'd ever heard anything like it and if or if we had similar cases in the past, but I've never seen or heard of something like that. And I told him I wasn't going to be of any help to him. So as far as I know, the coroner determined the cause of death is something like massive internal bleeding, but no one knows what really happened. I've never been able to forget that kid. I have nightmares about it sometimes. I don't let my kids go into the woods alone. And when we go together, I never let them out of my sight. I used to love it out here. But that case and a couple of others just sort of ruined it for me. Going back to the original poster, he says dinner was over. So we started to clean up and go back to our cabins. But before we went our separate ways, he put his hand on my shoulder and looked at me really close. He tells me that there's bad things out here, things that don't care if we have families or lives or that we can think and feel. He tells me, be careful. And he walks away. I didn't have a chance to talk with him again, but that story stuck with me. Creepy. Yeah, ew. Yeah, I <laughs> ew. More, but if you want to go, I have one last story. I think I'll save that one for my last one. Okay. Man, yeah, the whole like Swiss cheese organs. It's awful. Crazy. Because it's like, like, how does that happen? What? There's no explanation. What? Yeah. Can you imagine finding that out about like these, these poor parents? I mean, what no in the way. world? No way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Let's see. Oh, here. I've got a TikTok of a Reddit story. Ooh. What's the most eerie, unsettling oh, thing you've this. ever encountered while hiking me and too. or in the woods? Oh, boy. I have one. Okay. So me and my family were hiking along a trail during our camping trip and promptly got lost. In our attempt to get back to the road, we stumbled upon a really weird place, with stick walls, a tarp tent, a deer carcass in a fire pit, a large do not enter sign, and a bunch of other creepy things. We found it odd, but left and went back to the campsite. When we told the family we were staying with, they got really quiet and asked, but he didn't see you, did he? We said no, and they were really relieved and said to never go back. They would not elaborate, and just said he was not fond of strangers. Creepy as hell. Dear Reddit. Mm. Who is he? He didn't see what you the though, fuck? right? 
Yeah, who is God? I love these wood stories. They are so entertaining. It's like, what goes on in the woods? (laughs) What is it? You know what I was saying to Danny yesterday? I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but he was like, you know, there's so much like uncharted woods or whatever. There's got to be stuff like we don't know of. And that's how he was trying to justify Bigfoot. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is like uncharted territory of the woods and stuff. But imagine the the woods compared to the oceans. So we've got oh. all this uncharted wood that we've never been into. Yeah. But think about the ocean and think about the oceans. Oh my god! Yeah. The way that like when I made that comparison myself, I was like, oh, I don't want to think about that very long. <laughs> think about like what you just said, though. We only know probably less than what we know about our forests about the ocean. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. we probably know maybe like a quarter of like what the woods has to tell us about the ocean. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what we know. That's my best guess. Crazy. Okay. So if you see here on these two TikToks, I put SW and that is because I don't like saying the names of these things. So for, um, for most people that are watching this type of podcast, I'm going to assume that you're going to know what, SW means when I'm speaking in regards to some sort of cryptid in the woods. Mm. I just personally don't like, I don't like saying their names and I'm a little, Mm. I'm a little um, superstitious about that, I guess. I don't know. I had to mute it also because it's got um, music. Mm. So they find this like, Lean to okay, yeah, Looks like, like a little teepee, teepee made out of sticks. And it oh, looks like no, there's a person shackled or tied to a tree in the middle. What in the fuck? Oh, no, uh-huh. okay. I hate Let's these videos. See. Oh, the- yeah, I know. God. Right? Especially oh, the ones out in Arizona. Oh, <laughs> oh, his little booty. <laughs> he's got damn he's thick. <laughs> or he's like doing the splits. He, oh shit, he's getting into it. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not, <laughs> but he'd be dancing. Listen, I don't take my chance with those things. So here's another one. I don't know. Did, did I write that it had to be muted? I don't think so. For those of you who don't, that account or like describing it's in the hashtags sw thank you is that a cow what is that oh what the fuck Uh, also it's right here if you look at my here's my cursor it's yeah here in the sw even yeah. though it's oh, you, I thought you were there talking about in the hashtags of our video. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Yeah, yeah. The of the TikTok. Yeah, it's right there. You get what I'm saying. You know what I mean. This one was very. Is that a cow? <laughs> Is that a cow? Like, no, that's not a fucking cow. The way it ran after. I know. Is disgusting. Oh, for... <laughs> it looks so tiny in the beginning. I know. Why does it look so small and then it like gets big? I hate I that. Know. It makes me think about that other video where the guy was like, huh? Yeah, and then it's like fucking, and he fucking lunging. shifts. Like, Ugh, I hate it. No, thank you. Uh, let's look at this one. 
Oh, it's muted. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay. God, I haven't eaten much today. I'm definitely feeling the soda, if you know what I mean, Jelly Bean. Oh, yeah. That's why I told Danny to give me tacos. I had to eat. What would you do? All I had eaten was two hard-boiled eggs. This is like, what would you do? This is why I added this here because you find this little fort, little teepee type thing, and your immediate first thought is, I'm gonna get inside of it. You idiot. Naturally. I mean, I would. I I don't know about you. That's some white people shit. Like, oh my god. Why? <laughs> I don't know if I'm believing this one. I don't Man know. encounters creepy fort in I don't the woods. I don't know if I believe The fort, either. though? I used to make forts that look like that in the woods, and I, I can only imagine try. how my neighbors were thinking. Like, I made <laughs> one just like that, but I put so many more sticks, and I filled in the holes with mud because I was like, this is going to be, like, the craziest. And it survived two hurricanes and multiple thunderstorms, and oh it only gosh. fell because my brother ran over it with his four-wheeler, and I was <laughs> so pissed. I spent... So many hours of my childhood oh my building that TP, and he was like, "Fuck a TP!" Like he, you know what though? What? You being able to do that is like if if something were to ever happen, and like, oh my god, shit hits the fan, the world ends, yeah. doomsday prepper type shit. Um, if anything like that were to happen, you'd be able to build yourself shelter. Hell yeah, bitch! I could fucking build. I could build you a shelter. I would take care of you. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would handle everything. I cook for you. you. Can cook. I can clean. <laughs> clean the mud. The laundry. <laughs> I used to take my mom's brooms and like sweep the forest floors. So, like all the pine needles would be like out. Oh my outside. god! It would just be like this really soft dirt on the inside. It was. Oh my god! It was. Oh great. my god! I Your OCD that. is I showing. <laughs> I miss that thing. I miss it. I miss those days. Those days were so great. Brenna's in the chat. She fucking knows. She I took her there. Oh I don't know if she remembers it, but damn, I was so proud of that shit. And Cameron just That's like so mauled crazy. it. He was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Bitch. <laughs> I'm a break it. I like to destroy things. Break it. All right. You want to finish out with this story or do you have anything yeah. else you want to talk about? I have two more videos, but like they're okay, not that great. Yeah. So you'd go ahead Are you and finish sure? it up. Yeah. You don't want to share your videos? Okay. I'm 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 feeling this cola. All right. PB. PB is the name of the next buddy that I met. Peanut By butter. pure coincidence though. <laughs> Peanut butter. That's what I'm going to call him. By pure coincidence, I got to talk to another vet, Peanut Butter, who's been in the search and rescue field for years. We were partnered on a grid sweep, the grid sweep. I don't know if you guys remember from that earlier. Uh, during a training exercise, and we were chatting casually about how we liked the job, what kinds of things we'd seen, and the like. At one point, we passed an old set of stairs, again with the fucking stairs, though these were probably from an old fire lookout, given that the area we were in, um, you know, gave that kind of vibe. I sort of casually mentioned that I was curious about the stairs and that I wish I knew more about them. Peanut butter got kind of quiet and looked like he wanted to tell me something, but wasn't sure if he should. Finally, he told me to turn my radio off. Obviously, this is something we are never, ever, ever supposed to do, but I did it, and he did the same. Mm. About seven years ago, he tells me he was out on a call with a rookie. 
They were in an area of the park that's had lots of strange reports and events, disappearances, stories about lights in the forest, odd noises, things like that. The rookie was about to, or the rookie was totally spooked, kept going on and on about things out in the woods, according to peanut butter. The guy wouldn't stop talking about the goat man, just on and on goat man this and goat man that and finally i told them there was plenty else to be afraid of out here that was very real and that he better get hit over this thing with the goat man peanut butter was telling him like it was i agree yeah for real phony faco the rookie (laughs) wanted to know what kind of things i was talking about and i just kind of told him to shut up and just walk (laughs) we crested a little ridge and there was a staircase about 10 yards ahead the rookie stops dead in his tracks and just stands there looking at, at looking at them. I tell him, see, that's something you should be afraid of. Stairs in the woods. The rookie asks me what the hell these are doing out here. And for some reason, I just open up and tell him the truth or what I've been told is the truth. I could have gotten in a lot of trouble for doing what I did. And I could get in a lot of trouble for repeating it to you, but you're a oh. nice kid. And I want you to stop looking into this. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. So I'll tell you what I know under the condition that you never breathe a word of this to the, to the soups talking about the supervisor, the soups. <laughs> I always do that. Like, the soups. <laughs> I told him I wouldn't say a word and he double checks that our radios are off. When I first started out, we were a little less tight lipped about them and other things that happened out here. We warned people before they were even hired that there was weird shit going on in these woods. And I guess the Forest Service was tired of having such a massive turnover rate and they wanted people to know what they were getting into. So they started having people sign these agreements that they wouldn't go to the media about what they were going to see. The FS didn't want to scare people away. So the last thing they needed were spooked rookies running off to the media about stories of ghosts and haunted stairs. But eventually they found that the agreements weren't even really necessary. People not only didn't want to talk about what they saw, they literally just wouldn't. A few times media tried to talk to people when kids or hikers would disappear and no one would say a word. And I can't really explain it. I guess we just don't really want to admit that anything is really going on. This is our job to be out in the woods every single day. We don't need to be spooked. And the best way to avoid that is to pretend like everything's okay. So I'll tell you, I, I, everything I can think of and after that, I'm, I'm, I'm done talking about it for good. And I expect you to not bring it up around me ever. The stairs have been out here as long as the parks have existed. We have records going back decades describing them. Sometimes people go up them and nothing happens. And then other times, look, I I really don't like talking about this, but sometimes really bad shit happens. I saw one guy get his hand sliced clean off. I don't know if I believe that when he watched to the top step, he reached out to touch a tree branch and it happened so fast. One second, his hand was there. And then the next second it was gone. I don't know if I believe that completely clean wound. We didn't find his hand and the guy almost died. Another time a woman touched one of the stairs and a blood vessel in her brain exploded, Oh my God! literally exploded like a water balloon. She sort of stumbled down and came over to me and all she got out was, I think something's wrong with me. She dropped like a sack of flour dead before she hit the ground. I don't know if I believe that. Me either. Um, I'll never forget the way the blood. It's so creepy, though. 
I'll never forget Preachy. the way the blood leaked. Preachy. I'll never forget the way the blood leaked into the inside of her eye. Before she died, I watched her eye turn red. I watched it happen and there wasn't a single thing I could do to help. We warn people not to go anywhere near these damn stairs, but there's always at least one idiot who does. And even if nothing happens to them, something bad always happens. Kids go missing as we're on their trail. Someone dies the next day. Someone goes up these stairs, cut in half in a completely safe part of the park. I don't know why, but something bad always happens. I don't know exactly why they're out there, but it doesn't matter. They're here. And if we're smart, we tell our new officers exactly what they're capable of. We're both quiet. We were both quiet for a little while. I was asked, I was afraid to talk because I wasn't sure if peanut butter um, said or sure he was done with the story. I thought he was done. He looked like he wanted to say something else. Finally, peanut butter spoke up again. Have you ever noticed how you can't find the same ones twice? I nodded, expecting him to continue, but he just stayed quiet, walking alongside me. And eventually he started a story about the biggest deer that he'd ever seen in the park. And I didn't bring up the subject again. And I didn't press him for any more stories. He dropped out of the op the next day. And apparently he left before the sun came up. He was sick. He said he was sick. None of us have ever heard from him since he left the op. I'm going to stop here for the time being. I'll try and post the next part of the next coming days. And if you guys want to see the next part, you'll have to let us know by liking this live stream and letting us know if you would like to hear more. Yeah. Cause I will, I will be very happy to throw up a part three of the oh, yeah. forest stories. You guys There's are so many. That. It's so yeah. easy to fill up a whole episode. Oh, of stuff. stupid easy. Jumping right on Reddit. I know where all the good stories are. Yeah. <laughs> but this was a really fun episode. I had a good yeah. time. Thanks I had a good time too. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. Go ahead. Um, what is your socials what are your socials girl you can follow me on instagram samantha r-a-i-n-e-7 you can follow me on tiktok sam r-a-i-n-e-7 yes i'm hey i'm katie ryan you can also check out our facebook page which i highly suggest that you do because every type of update that we have for the podcast goes directly in there and you'll hear everything first in there um what else oh don't forget 10% 10% off right now. You can go get anything from our store, support yeah. the podcast. It would really help us out, guys. I would really appreciate it. Be my ghoul. Be my ghoul. B-E-M-Y-G-H-O-U-L. I can't spell ghoul in my head off. for some reason. I had to take a second. 10% off. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for joining. We yeah. will see you next week. See you next week for see you next week Halloween. Halloween, come join us. If you don't have any plans, come, 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 come. Even if you have plans, cancel them. Cancel them. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be February 9th, so that'll be next Wednesday. We'll be here at 5:30. See you guys then. See you guys. Bye.